Good, whatever time of the day it is you happen to be listening, this is the PA Podcast Express coming to you live and pre recorded. Live and pre recorded. Both at the same time. Right. From the 469 well, here in Port San Lac. We're live right now. We're we al- are alive. A live. A live. I'm still alive. I had to put gusto into that because I'm a little tired. Oh my god, I'm so tired. Full disclosure. We've just been going I'm like a tired. we've been going like hell lately. Yeah. I I've this is Sunday. We're here on a Sunday and I bartended last night at the old STD. I uh from the last three weeks I just went randomly somewhere and set up all the DJ equipment and then uh, packed it all up. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, I do. I do have our check. I got to get you some money. All right. Yeah. I, I broke one of my golden rules. I left a gig without, uh, without the check. Oh, really? But they they had they to, figured it out. They they screwed it up. So did they have uh, for the other problem for CPSs? They have it for you. Is Nicole's good about that? She probably had it for you right as soon as you. Yep. As soon as you got there. They paid me ahead of time. Fools. Before the gig was even started, you're like, I had well, no I'm pressure to do good. Yeah, I, I, I know there's no pressure. I don't have to impress them. I like yeah. that. I don't have to impress them. I got no pressure. I just played uh, Bada Deed Bada Da for life three goes and on half for hours. a continuous loop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Can we play something else? No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Can the lights at least come off of black lights? No, no. <laughs> It's kind of disturbing for some of these people with their, their rented tuxedos. Yes. <laughs> and even more disturbing for the ones that own their tuxedos. <laughs> right? <laughs> Why is that area glowing? <laughs> you know, you can't wet clean that thing. <laughs> no, don't dry clean only, which, as Mitch Hedberg would say, which means it's dirty. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I, got a, I got a sweater that's dry clean only, which means it's dirty. <laughs> Most definitely. So, how was your week? Oh fuck! What a whirlwind of a week. Um, what at was work, a short week for us. Yeah, yeah. At work, um, I don't know. Uh, one of the guys that I work with, the other engineer, was gone this week. Last pa- this past weekend, gone for most of this week. So we we stayed pretty busy. Um, I don't know. I, I went in late the one day, but I called. I called out because I got in at like nine thirty, and then Sunday afternoon, I kind of buggered off work. I left, and then I decided I didn't want to go back, so I texted my boss. He's like, next time, try to tell somebody on your way when you're leaving. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't think, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what the repercussions are when I go in on Monday, tomorrow. That, that was today? Yeah. That was Friday. Oh, oh, Friday. Friday. Yeah. And then um, <coughs> Friday night, I went to pick up the kiddos in Bad X, or Bay City, sorry. Uh, my daughter was supposed to have a game. Her last soccer game of the year. And uh, it was raining, torrential downpour, so they canceled it. But I didn't get word that they'd canceled it until I was about 20 minutes away from Bay City. So I said, I might as well just come pick you up at this point. Yeah. All the way to Bay City. So all the way to Bay City again. And then we went out to, uh, the kids wanted to go that's to Wendy's. That's worked out pretty well for you. Yeah, it's worked out fucking great. <laughs> uh, the, kids wanted, the kids wanted Wendy's. I'm like, where do you want to eat? They can pick anywhere they want. Like, Bay City has a whole plethora of, of places to eat. We want Wendy's. Is the Hot Now still open there? No, oh. no. It's called, like, Burger 51 or something now, which I haven't uh, tried it, but I heard it's decent. They still have a Rally's, though, but well, they don't have a Hot Now. Yeah, uh, they have a Rally's in the pier, too. So, 
So I decided, well, shit, if we're going to do this, we might as well just drive back to Cairo to go to Wendy's because it's a better Wendy's, I feel like, because smaller town usually they yeah. a little better. That's a good one. And my daughter arranged to see one of her friends that she that lives in Cairo. Her friend and his dad came and had dinner with us, so that was kind of nice. And then, I don't know, Saturday we went on an, we went on an adventure with Silent N and her kids. They She found a duck, so we went on a ducking adventure. Nice. My son. Um, so no more lonely duck. I, no more lonely duck. We found him a male duck for Mrs. Duck, so... Um, but my son, you know, because I kept saying, hey, we're going on a ducking adventure and, you know, let's get the duck out of here, blah, blah, blah. And he, so we're, we're cruising down the road and he just pipes up with, we should call this the, the autocorrect adventure. <laughs> and I'm like, kid's got a future. He's really got yeah. a future with that one. Called it the autocorrect adventure. Not bad. Not bad. I know it was pretty good. It was. So then we picked up the duck and then I had to work at the old tavern last night, which wasn't too terrible. Other than it was scary for a little bit, because there was about an hour and a half, two hour span there last night from like eight to about 10, where there was like one customer in the bar. And I said, there's two bartenders here and there's only one customer. But it got busy later. We end up up having a nice crowd of about 20, 25 people in there um, at the old STD about midnight or so. Saw Katie, Katie Taylor. Well, it used to be Katie McConaughey. She's home for a wedding, but she had to fly back to Alaska. So... She's about ready to pop because she's like 35 weeks pregnant. So so she was drinking heavy. Oh, yeah, heavily. I just kept uh, giving her double shots of Jack Daniels. Nice. Yeah. As one should. Right. Yeah. She's drinking water the whole time. And it was nice to see her. So That is cool. Yeah. And other than that, I saw some other friends. Jordan was in there. Jordan Messing, he was in there. And uh, I don't know, saw some people I haven't seen in a hot minute. So Very cool. They were all very happy because I took care of them, like both with service and... Uh, not getting overcharged, which nice. is something that irritates the shit out of me. Yeah. And then so I was tired of shit this morning because I had to get up and uh, I turn around guess where we had to go? Bay City. <gasps> Who would have thought? Because my daughter had a classmate of hers had a birthday party, roller skating party, which there's a pretty cool retro fucking roller rink in Bay City I was in today. There's a lot of cool retro things in Bay City. Yeah. So like it, it felt like stepping back in time. It felt just like the old roller what rink in Sandusky almost oh, back man. in the day. So it was really cool. And, was, uh, was Tweety there? No. Oh. I, I kept looking, but no. Well, he was probably there somewhere. In spirit. Yeah. So it was neat. Um, they, they, they certainly are doing it right because they've added some modern twists. Like the sound system, the sound they had going sounded pretty good. But they've also added a projector on the one wall and takes up half the wall of video. So they have video, too, going with the, vi- the music and everything. So. So it distracts kind of, people. Kind of a uh, modern twist, so you hit each other and run into shit. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it it, uh, it becomes more of a roller derby type of a scenario. Right, and my daughter made it through the whole thing without breaking anything, so we'll call that a success, I guess, because I guess she roller skates often. I guess I didn't know this. I haven't asked her, but th- to be fair, that roller rink's less than five minutes from their house, so. Yeah. So I'd probably be there, too. I mean. Boy, remember when they were all over, though? Oh, I do. So the only ones I know of now still are Lapeer and then this one in Bay City that I just went to. Because I know Lapeer has a roller rink still. There's one or two in uh, Saginaw. And then, um, oh, where's the other one that I see all the time that it always shocks me that I see it? Uh, yeah, I don't remember now. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't. It always shocks me when I see it. I'm like, oh, wow, they have a roller rink here. Right. So I, I, you know, so 
I'm a little little tired oh, today. Caseville. Oh, Case. Yeah, that's right. They do have one in Caseville. Yeah, Caseville's a neat little town. It is. If we lived closer to Caseville, I'd be there a lot more. But it feels it is far away though. It's like an, a solid hour drive away. It, it takes me almost an hour and a half to get there. Yeah. About an hour and twenty. It's about an hour and ten minutes for me. Yeah, um, some place I definitely would would go more often if. Yeah, of course. And then the big we usually make one homage a summer up right. there, one or two. And the big gay festival they have. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but yeah, cheeseburger. Yeah, but it's it's cool. Yeah. That draws so many people. Oh, like yeah. I know Infamous Quick always plays there, and they've just got a huge crowd when Infamous Quick plays. Yeah, which is cool. Well, I hear the bass player puts out. Yeah, you heard that. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard that too. Speaking of Infamous Quick, don't forget July 22nd, Tuscola Palooza. Who could forget? I can't wait. That is going to be such a good time. I cannot wait. You know, so far we're two for two and them being epic. Plus this time, I don't have the guilt of not being at the my hometown's homecoming too. Deckerville's homecoming is the same weekend. Well, it used to be the same weekend as Tuscola Palooza. So now I won't feel like I'm, I won't feel my FOMO won't be kicking in if that makes any sense. It does a little bit, but it is Deckerville's homecoming. Yeah, you're right. Last uh, last homecoming, all I missed was the girl I was dating begging for her ex boyfriend back, crying in front of him at the beer yeah. tent. Well, and honestly, I mean, you had just as much alcohol induced amnesia where we were at, right? As you would have there. Yeah, yeah, probably more even. Yeah. If I could have fed you with some memories, like the next morning of. Deckerville homecoming, you wouldn't have known where you were. At. I would have thought it's the same. If you could have just like downloaded those into my 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 random access there, I'd be yes. like, oh yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah, that band did suck. <laughs> <laughs> you know, here's the greatest thing ever. <laughs> After going to homecoming at Deckerville for so many years, you don't even have to be any good as a band. As long as you're there and making noises that loud. sound like yeah. loud and sound like songs that people like, everyone's going to be like, that band was great. Yeah. Oh, they were epic. Oh, they played Cotton Eye Joe three times. I have I've actually, several times through my playing career, had people where at the end of the night, I'm just like, holy shit, was that the worst thing? That, sh- set that was a shit, so- that shit show? That is the worst I have ever played ever. And people come up and go, dude. You guys got to play better places. Right. And I'm thinking, not the way we played. <laughs> not the way these you rascals gotta, played tonight. You got to get in front of people. It's like, uh, no, no. There's a little bit of that. And I'm guilty of that, too, sometimes when I see a band. But, you know, like our friend's band, we just saw, you know, Pugsley's and, and Wands. They're, they've got the basis for something solid, but they've got a lot of work to put in yet. I see that. Yeah. You know? They, uh... But they seem there, to be working, though. I mean, there, there's a lot of experience there, so they'll get it together. Yeah, they seem to be working, though. I mean, even last night, Juan came in and got some food, and I had a shot with him really quick. But he was he was practicing with the boys. He came in about midnight. He's like, "Nope, got to get back. We're gonna play another hour or two. I'm like, "Yeah, that's cool." Yeah, you know, because that's how you got to do it. You got to. It's like everything else. You just got to put in the time. Yeah, I was always a little militant with a lot of uh, rehearsals that. I know that last outfit you were in seemed to be like you were about the only one like that was like really serious about it, and everybody else was saying, eh, we'll get there when we get there, and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, I, I was playing with, uh, I, I was basically John's replacement for a while. Right. While, while he was incapacitated. <laughs> Incarcerated. While he, was, while he was living up to the band name. Um, <laughs> yes, Jailbird Johnny. But, uh, you know, I mean, we, we were just having fun. It was a good time. And uh, prior to that, there was there was a lot of non dedication to you know 
the band that I was in, uh, there was a lot of non-dedication to making sure that you had your shit together when you showed up for practice. Right. And see, I always, practice to me was always, it drove me nuts when people called it practice. Right. That's rehearsal for your show. Yes. Practice is what you do at home. Practice is what you do on your own time. <clears throat> right. Rehearsal is what you do when you're putting your show together. And you're like, and you're like, oh yeah, you know, we were learning this song. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, yeah, let's sit down and play it. What do you mean, sit down and play it? Have, uh, no, I haven't. I haven't can, given it a shot. Like, can dude, we listen? All kinds of time at home. Yeah. Can we listen to this? Wait, you mean you don't have your uh, MP3 player or your phone loaded up with like right. every song that we're playing and playing it on a loop when you're in the car? I mean, you're, exactly. That's what's wrong with you. Right. So yeah, there's. So you're like, oh, there's a little change right here, and you're like, eh, and then you hear the little nuances and everything else. Yeah. That's that makes sense to me. I mean, that's why I listen to Joe Rogan all the time, so I can maybe try to be good at podcasting. the The best band I was ever I ever played with. I don't listen um, to Joe Rogan. Jeff Dryoski, Rick Bittner, uh, Alan Cornell on drums. We had a couple different people on bass, but Mike Anthony was on bass, um, not from Van Halen. Oh, oh um, shit! I was really excited there for a minute. <clears throat> different Mike Anthony, uh, but we had a lot of potential. We we just. You know everybody's busy, and but we decided we we played a Tuscola Palooza one year when it was in its infancy, yeah. And uh, we we kind of uh, we just decided, all right, we're gonna really get this down. And man, we we were solid. Was that when it was a stage just made out of pallets in Eric Van Landingham's backyard? Yeah, well, I mean, no, he built a whole that, that year. He built a whole giant big stage, and he did had trusses and the whole thing. He's for dedicated as fuck, you know that. Oh, they they'd work a whole week on that shit. So, which is why it was funny because that first year we went to Tuscola Palooza, with the way things panned out, Eric was just not happy with one. Remember all the sound issues too? Oh yeah. And then they didn't even send anybody to run the lights, so they had my dipshit ass running the lights for a little bit. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how to run lights. Well, you like went from bright blue to dark blue, bright blue to dark blue. <laughs> I, it also helped that I had a beer in one hand and refused to use both. So, kind of requires both if you want to do a good job. What the I dog feel like. doing? Well, something like that. <laughs> I don't. They just showed me random that. sliders, and I'm like, all right, I think I know what to do. So I. I I gotta play a little clip here. All right, let's play a little clip. This was uh, this was from that. Uh, Is that Jeff Draski singing? Yeah, I can tell. Yeah. He's been on the podcast before. Oh yeah, good dude. Th this was a blast though, because we were pretty tight. Oh yeah. Thank you, sir. This is from the Tuscola Palooza show. Yeah. Cool. It was a lot of fun. So what's that outfit I saw on Facebook? And Mary even shared it too. Jeff played on stage and. Uh, somewhere in uh, Nashville. Well, he's actually moved to Nashville and he's trying to make a go of a music career. He's moved to Nashville? I didn't know that. Yeah. That's officially pretty... it'll be in June, but he's already down there and then I think the he, I remember him out. talking about a big announcement or something. I guess I take it that's it, huh? Yeah. If I remember right. 
So yeah, he, uh, you know, the guy writes some really, really solid music. I, uh, I, I got to play you one of his songs. Okay, yeah, you. let's let's hear it. Um, because he's written some, uh, written some really solid stuff. And I actually finally got it. You finally got it. Lo- 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 loaded up. Uh, Tiger shit to bed today. Verlander's pitching for the Mets up there. So far, he's given up one run to the Believe Land Indians. I mean, the Guardians, right? That's so hard to not say. Like, I get it with, like, the Sandusky, you know, the Wolves and the Redskins thing. It's still, it's still kind of difficult. But a pro outfit like the Cleveland Indians, who have always been the Cleveland Indians, <coughs> that one yeah. seems tougher. Tougher to get programmed for, if that makes any sense. I think we made such a big to-do about the Washington football team. What are they even now? Commanders? Yeah, Commanders. commanders yeah. Like, that, that's not... the, the red, go, Them changing from the Redskins wasn't as big a deal. But the Cleveland Indians, like, that was... There was no, like, big to-do about it. They're just like, all right, you got us. We're going to do it. This is a uh, Jeff Dryoski original. This was a, uh, a little outfit we did that we called Synthetic Soul. We, we actually put a whole album out. Nice. He's a really gifted songwriter, though. That's cool. Where'd you guys record this at? Uh, Rick Bittner's basement. <laughs> nice. The uh, Bittner Subterranean Studios. I like that. It's got a good vibe to it. This was solid and there was a... Uh, You upload this to Rock Radio 360. I have not yet. I need. You to. should. I'm actually going to get all these and remaster them because okay. I'm a lot better with. Yeah. Mixcraft. Yeah. Upload some of these to Rock Radio 360. Put them in a rotation. Why not? This is a good one. I always like the intro on this one. I almost thought it was heard it through the grapevine for a split second there. Very Alice in Chains vibe-ish. It is. This is a good way to fill time. Yes. Considering I don't have anything to talk about. This has got a good hook to it, too. Yeah?
So yeah, I think Jeff's got a shot to do something down there. Well, let's hope. That'd be awesome. He, uh... I don't know, I don't know which direction he's going to head as far as, like, what genre he's going to shoot for. Because he kind of crosses over, too. He likes country, too, doesn't he? Well, yeah, he, he does some country stuff. He does a lot of blues stuff. Yeah. Um, Southern rock is really kind of his thing, I think. This was more straight up, like, heavy rock right. on this album. Yeah, he kind of, I, I think he probably kind of took uh, kind of the, the the other bandmates kind of cues, because that's more... Well, I mean, he's got a hell of a library of stuff he's written. Okay. So he was able to kind of pick and choose the heavier stuff that fit more what we were doing. Nice. And, uh, but yeah, it's a pretty solid album. That's cool. And I, I, I'm going to try and uh, go through and remaster the whole thing now. I've never put out an album, so... I, I've actually talked to uh, Eric about going through it with me, and that'd be great. Uh, you know, we haven't we got to reconnect, and I know with uh, Tuscola Palooza rolling around, we will. But with both Abraham and Van Landingham again, and see see if we can schedule some time with those guys, maybe in June here. Yeah, most definitely. We, we need, really we do. need to spread out and get over that way. Time right? is escaping quickly well, too, we're, because we're almost the end of May already. We're at the point where uh, we're another night in the uh, Tiki Hut. Oh yeah, just is is gonna be just getting blasted. We're gonna so this time, this time we might have to hire one of your boys to be our driver and just hang out while we do it because I don't want to drive all the way back and yeah, yeah. Because I'm just gonna get shit faced if that's okay. Well, yeah, I I, I think we were last time. Right. Vis a vis my point exactly. Maybe maybe it'd be best if we had a DD right. What's the statute of limitations on them? I think it's okay. I think we're okay. Okay, yeah, we were pretty hammered. Fuck yeah. I think it's pretty much as soon as... I think the statute of limitations is as, as long as you didn't cause an accident or, or fuck anything up, it's the next day when you're sober. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we didn't do that. No, I'm pretty confident we didn't. You guys heading out? All right, good to see you, man. Ride safe. Boys out for a ride today. Beautiful day yeah. for it. Can't blame them. Yeah, I, I thought about getting a motorcycle again, and then I, Silent N talked me out of it because it's probably not a good idea for me. Not It was not a good idea for me. Yeah. Yeah, clearly. I mean, it's been five years of dealing with just random shit. Have a good night. Yep. You know, random leg shit that sucks. Random leg shit that sucks. Any gear grinds? Uh, motorcycles. Motorcycles are your gear grind. Yeah. They so did more than grind your gear. They fucked up your foot. That too. But this is also the time of year when you're going to get all of the Facebook posts and social media posts about how, which way to point your grass when you're mowing it, which way to, <laughs> yeah, you can't do this, you can't Don't do that. Don't blow the clippings onto the roadway. Because people want to be on a motorcycle. It, it kind of drives, drives me a little nuts. Right. Because here they drive something that is so obnoxiously loud that it rattles my house 200, 300 And you're in the back in the, the woods, too, yeah. yeah. It rattles my damn house, and it, oh, it drives me absolutely bonkers. <laughs> like, the, like the pirate with the steering wheel on a, hanging out of a zipper, it's driving me nuts. Yar. Yar, it does. What are all these people doing milling about? I don't know. You know, my gear grind is, I thought I'd be further ahead in life right now than I am. I feel like I'm... I was, you know, I've had a lot of time to think because I've been riding and driving a lot. 
And uh, that's not a good thing for you. No, thinking isn't. Like, especially because I saw, like, today, um, when I dropped the kiddos off, the ex and her fiancé and his kid weren't there because they are down in Detroit for some award ceremony for her. So they showed me the backyard, which is nice. And then I kind of I walked through the house for the first time in months. And they've done some really nice work with it. But it's like the house that I always envisioned having for my family. You know, kind of the setup. They've got a nice pool in the backyard with a big deck on it and, and everything else. And I'm like, I'm, man, I... And I, I feel like, and, and something occurred to me, like, I'm still kind of living my life like I'm like a college kid right now. It's kind of, you know, and not that there's anything wrong with that. Well, I mean, you go to work and sometimes you don't leave early. Right. Um, you, uh, I don't know that I, I think that's accurate. I think okay. I'm pretty responsible. But I don't, I just, I thought I'd be further along in life. Like I said, I don't. Where did you expect to be? Probably boring. Being boring. Like but is, is that down. an option for you? I mean, no, that's not an option at all right now. Because I don't think I'm very boring. No, 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 no. And yeah, like we're doing rad shit. Like we do rad shit. That's yeah. what I always say. Like we do rad shit. It's it's, it's so, what we do. So maybe I'm right where I need to be. But do, doing things like randomly, like like last night, like bartending, or doing DJ gigs, or you know, the 133rd consecutive week I've done podcast now. Um, I don't know. Just it seems weird. It seems it's not a bad thing. Maybe it's it's just different. It's not bad. It's just a different lifestyle. Maybe it's because I'm I'm looking at an illusion of what people think it should be, which is like what my ex is doing. You know, they're settled in, and I know that they're not happy about some things, which is probably true. They probably wish they could go do more rad shit. You know. Yeah. But instead, I mean, their stuff is kind of like, and you get to the point where your stuff owns you too, because now they got, you know, fucking chickens, I, pool, dude, big I house to take way. care of. I was that way for a lot of years because right. I, of all the same thing you're talking about. Well, I, you know, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to have this. Right. So, I mean, we had farm animals. We had, you know, we had goats. We had chickens. Right. We had, you know, now we've got dogs. But my kids think it's cool that when they're with me, we do so much cool shit, though. Well, yeah. You know? like, because it's it's different for them. and, and Right. That, that's that's not a bad thing. I mean, like, the, unfortunately, with the way this weekend was packed, too, we didn't get a chance to fucking record uh, Flamethrower Versus again, in which I don't want this to drop by the wayside, but I, we gotta, I got to learn to get more consistent with it, you know? And I got to figure out a way to promote that better. What the dog on, doing? On, uh, you know, on YouTube, because it's not I have, reached the audience yet that I... Are you able to, like, put... Um, comment on it yet because the comments that said were turned off last time and i know you said you had toggled it on i i had but is that something that's a uh, privy to like for a certain amount of time but, but yet i've seen i've seen do you have to like be proven or something or checked out or vetted i guess vetted is the term i'm looking for before they'll let you have comments or something or yeah, i i'm not sure huh because it just seems peculiar to me because a lot of youtubers i know that are bigger I mean, as soon as their video comes out comments are open you know which, I mean, which I I kind of I kind of do a hate non-subscribe. Have I ever told you about this on YouTube? E. Um, some of the bigger YouTubers that you know they're still begging for your subscription, even though you look and they've got three point one million subscribers. Even if I might like them, I don't subscribe. Is that petty? No. Okay. Even though I still check out their content and watch, I mean they get my views, which is all that matters. Because when it comes to YouTube, once you can monetize, all that matters is the amount of views you get anyway. Is that that's correct, right? Yes. 
So really, it doesn't matter how many subs. Although there are tiers for subscribers, I do believe. But once you get into the millions, it's it's not. Yeah. Yeah. No. It's not going to change. Which it really, of course, I guess this is the kettle calling the pot black. Like some of the the biggest YouTubers, though, I don't understand because their content is literally fabricated in nothing. But yeah. I guess ours is too. So. Yeah, I mean, there's. Yeah, I, I mean, I know what you're saying, and, yeah. and, and a thought just hit me. We we might actually be blessed until we get several uh, videos Episodes. up there, right. That that we are not pushed out there too much. Yeah, because people will want more. Then they're disappointed when they can't find more. Right. Because people love to binge shit, or they're, is, or they're going to get where they go look at other right flamethrowers. Exactly. And I don't want that either. No, we do not want the that. Best. We, yes, ours is the most. Yes, the best. The best. I pray that that video is at least up to 100 views by now. It is not. Ugh, what, about 80? 5-3. Uh, oh, Jesus Christ. But, like failed. I say, it's not... Like, I had to save it because I couldn't find it. Right. Like, literally looking up... Like, searchable door. and algorithm of things that it wants yeah. to come up with. This is tough. How do people do this? We, oh, I, I think we can get there, but again, okay. I, think, I think we need to get to about the five video mark. We just need to get there and grind more. Just like, we, like, how do people do this? Like, even with the, our podcast, like I can tell you, I've, you've worked really hard on this. I've worked really hard on this. We've, I've sacrificed things. I've, I've been part of the grind, man. And we're still nothing in in the grand scheme of things, you know. I know that, yeah, we'll celebrate some successes, and we've done, you know, we've done some nice things, but. In the grand scheme of things, we're not shit or not even close to it. Yeah, I mean, but I think that there's that that thin veil of success. Like, so there's right there's success like we're experiencing, and then there's the monetary side of it. Right. You have to go through this stage before you're going to get to the next stage. Can we, can we declare ourselves the people's podcast at this point? Because we sure as fuck ain't yes. making any money. Yes. Yes, we can. <laughs> um, but you know what I'm saying? There's yeah. that, you know, it's kind of like being an actor. Are you successful if you're doing off-Broadway plays and scraping by and, and making a little bit of money? Well, <sighs> yeah, because not a lot of people get to do that. People don't even get to do that. You're right. I have to, you know, that's a great perspective. I have to remember that, that even though... Like, not everyone can do this, and not everybody does it. And not everybody does it to the level of which we have, which, like I said, meaning, meaning the, the, the quality of our audio, the dedication we've put in, the hours we've put in, you yeah. know? I mean, it's, it's crazy. And it is. But that, that also blends into part of this, this, perfect, uh, this perfect menagerie of things that I'm like, I thought we'd be, I'd be further along in life, you know? Um, yeah. And I'm not hurting financially or anything, but but, but uh, it, you know it's it'd be nice to be further along there too, you know. But you don't. You also don't seem to have a firm definition of what that is. I don't. I don't. So how do you set yourself an expectation? You're right. For what you don't have. You're right. Because I remember times when, you know, it's never been an issue to come to the bar and spend twenty dollars. But I remember the times when it would be an issue to come to the bar and spend fifty dollars. Oh, yeah. Whereas now that's not an issue. Or I remember I couldn't come to the bar and spend $100 or go out to eat and spend $100. Now that's nothing. 
Whereas right. back in the day, back in the day, I remember. Well, I got twenty bucks to go buy beer at the bar, and then I got another ten bucks to buy a value meal on the way home. You know. Yep. Oh yeah, you had your night totally budgeted. Yeah. So, so I guess there's there's levels. You're right. There's levels, and and everyone's it, it, life is a totem pole of everyone looking up at these various levels from where they're at. And you might be in the middle of the totem pole, thinking like I'm thinking right now, when really you're doing pretty fucking well. Well, you know? yeah, and and then you know, like I say, you have to if you have an expectation of what life should be, you know where you should be, then you need to have a definition of that so that you can either work to achieve it or just say, yeah. fuck it, I'm good where I am. I guess I don't know. Sometimes what I struggle with here is I don't know how to do that. I know what it takes, and I know the grind, and I know the energy, and I know the things you have to put into the product, but I don't know how to get it there on the other flip side. Like, I'm terrible at, like, promotions. I don't even wear – like, you're wearing a Rock Radio 360 t-shirt right now. I, I've never even worn it, I think, other than maybe the Frittata shirt once. Like, I've never won anything for our podcast or our radio station or... Yeah. Well, and like, the bride was just telling me today, she's like, we have to get some magnets or window clings or something that we can put on the car when we drive around. Right. Just randomly. Because today we just randomly drove around a lot. So we really need to also look into... Um, we talked about beer koozies for uh, rock, or for uh, Tuscola Palooza. We got to have something to hand out. Something tangible yeah. to put in people's hands. Yeah, for sure. I mean, stickers are nice, but... Let's face it. I, I looked, and this is what hit me too. I had a, a kind of a one of those uh, epiphanies, and it didn't hurt. But I'm I'm okay. Um, Are you okay? Yeah, but I looked at our stickers, and I looked, and there's a stack of other stickers sitting right beside it from random shit that I probably never even looked at. I just picked them up, and I'm like, huh, I didn't put these on anything. Yeah. Oh yeah. There, there's something to put it in somebody's hand, and they'll look at it and read it, and maybe they'll retain it. Where. Or how many times have we gone out to bars like this and handed people stickers and they just fucking left them on the table when they left? Maximo, how you doing? I'm great, man. I'm great. Which I think to myself, I paid 23 cents for that. So I did find a place where we can put a Rock Radio 360 on one side and a P&A podcast on the other. Oh, really? Yeah. That'd be badass. So it'd be a dual purpose. Right. And I like, you know, one of the things when I really arrived is when Tuscola Palooza, both, they've sold out their shirts both years, which, uh, what? couple like 500 or a thousand shirts every year yeah and they have both our logos on it which is cool as shit yep so but you often wonder how many times people look at that too like i'm wearing a shirt right now it's got a bunch of logos for businesses on the back i couldn't tell you a single one that's on the fucking back of my shirt right now i couldn't tell you any of them other than our well michigan audio labs and a right. few other you know Rose Gold Realty. Know. yeah <laughs> but uh, other than that i couldn't tell you anything else that's on there so maybe that's it. Maybe I maybe I'm thinking about this wrong. Maybe I need to change my approach. Maybe I need to change my mindset about all this. It's something I'm working on. I just had a rough day today. I had a rough day doing being tired. Um, I can deal with. And I was talking about this with Silent N. I can deal with physical tired. I'm physically tired often. Yeah. But today I looked at it, and it was physical, emotional, and mentally tired. And when you when you had all three of those in. You start to do, I do anyway, I start to get quite reflective and, and search my soul a lot more. Just trying to figure out, well, how did I end up here? What, what wrong turn did I take? Because no one should be exhausted on all three levels like that at any point. No, but it happens to everybody at, at one point. And I right. think as long as you 
recognize that, yeah. that that's what keeps you sane to know that there are other people right that are just as effed up and just as and this is a different animal than depression this is not i know depression oh this yeah is not yeah depression. No, no, this no. is just being tired this is just i, yeah. I call it in a funk yeah and oh dude i was in a big funk this weekend right so like i i didn't it was not a productive week for me at work which i'm not used to but you know after getting out of the hospital late last week, I was exhausted. This oh, week. I know. And from and what I, from what I, from what I understand, the infection that I had was no joke. I know. <laughs> you know, I could was, tell it was worse than yeah. Yeah, it, it was. It was not a. Uh, it was not just a little bit of okay. You know, at first I was really pissed off when they're like, "Oh, we're going to keep you overnight." I'm right. Like, okay, overnight's no big deal. And then the next day they're like, well, "We're going to keep you," and I'm like, "Why?" Why? Well, we need to run you through a full course of antibiotics. Why? <laughs> I feel much better. But then later that day, th- while I was there, I started feeling like shit again. And I'm like, mm. you know, and then even come Friday when they're like, okay, we're going to let you out. I'm, I'm kind of like, are you, are you sure? <laughs> are you, <laughs> you sure? Know, should, well, and then is you, that the best option? Well, and then to be fair, too, we pushed it like we DJed on Saturday night. And then we did podcast on Tuesday night, I believe, of that week. Was that Tuesday? Yeah. And that was a that was a bit much, even pushing it over those couple days for you after going through what you had gone through. Well, I mean, this is never a getting here. Sometimes is a drudge because I don't feel like yeah moving. You know, it's just like oh, I don't want to do anything. But like once I'm here, it's never a drudge. That's I feel the same way. Once once you put a microphone in front of either of us, I think it's just that's it. Yeah. It's just going to be. Although this episode just been quite reflective and just you and I with our musings, but. But that's okay. I mean, slow it down once in a while. Oh, yeah. Maybe try to... I'm sure it's going to get annoying later. Somebody will throw a... Yeah, somebody throw a tomato at us or something. Yeah. Let's hope. You know, the... uh, Last week was not productive at work. Like, I... I I was not productive at work. You know, and that's part of what I'm dealing with right now, too, is... You know, and and God bless the new company I work for, but I'm tired of that grind, too, of living here in the thumb, and every two to... Two and a half years having to switch jobs because some big corporation decides that there's an they're not doing as well as they could financially. Yeah, because <laughs> that's purely what it's been my last two jobs. You know. Well, when I left, when I started my own company, yeah, and was lucky enough to do that for 12, 13 years. Um, that was the thing is I I I had a job that I loved. I was there for five years, and then just walked in one day and all of a sudden, like no warning, rug pulled out from under me. Right. And I was like, yeah, that's not going to happen again. My longest professional job, which more than likely will be my longest professional job in my life, was Boeing, and that was nine years. Yeah. Well, my, mine has been my own company. I mean, yeah. But it's kind of hard to do that without yourself. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of, yeah. You kind of so, beat yourself to the point. Trust me. I, I cost me a lot of money. I probably should have fired myself several times <laughs> worst employee ever yes but uh but it was it was a uh i loved being a business for myself because i I'd, I'd absolutely just go gangbusters on shit well business is what it's kind of like everything kind of if you enjoy it and it's what you put into it and when it's your own it makes a big difference and i think that's one of the things i've scratched at a lot here on the podcast i'm just tired of working for somebody you know, and their whims and their feelings and whatever else, you know? Well, I, I've thought about several times just, you know, during COVID, I kind of did my own thing. 
again, I, I you know, I, I, well, at the end of COVID, during COVID, I worked at the hospital. Right. Which of all, you know. Of all hey, places to work. Let's yeah. go to the, let's go to the war zone. Yeah, let's, you know. let's do it. Um, I'm going to open a food truck in Fallujah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I, I worked Not, now, the, now in Kiev. Yeah. Um, you know, so I, I, I worked for myself and then I went to work at the hospital because my company just basically shut down. Right. You know, we worked with a lot of public transportation and guess what didn't happen a lot? There was nobody going anywhere. No. When when you have places that have like, you know, 110 buses and three of them are running because they have to to take handicapped people to doctor's appointments. Yeah. And that's it. You're not working with a whole lot of public transportation. No, no, there's not a whole lot there. There's not a whole lot, a whole so, lot to deal with. You know, I went to work at the hospital and then when that kind of ended, I thought, you know what, I'm going to go back to doing stuff for myself. And it just, it wasn't quite ready yet. Like, right. Things weren't fully, and, and things still are not fully back to where they were. They are not. You know, they I hate really to say it, contracted services are something that places are not going back to as much. More work from home stuff, which is what I do now. You know, I, I just, I, I, there's a whole bevy of people like even my current job, even, you know, Emerson, even at Walbro, like <coughs> once everything hit with COVID, like. Everybody, like, ton of people work from home, even now at my current job. And I, I can't fathom it. Like, I can't fathom working from home full time. Not with what I do, because I have to be hands-on a lot, I yeah. feel like. Um, but, there are, you know, there are positions with what I do. I, I've thought about often maybe changing, shifting gears since, since obviously, my I can't quit my day job yet. Um, maybe trying to get something more utilizing my master's degree in business instead of engineering, if that makes any sense. Yeah. You know, because I don't use that thing. Hard. I mean, yes, I use it. It's it's handy. It's been great. Obviously, more education is never going to be not right. the answer. But um, I've never done anything tailored towards it as far as my day-to-day job. It's all been, you know, just engineering. So, Well, like, I'm actually taking some stuff through work right now for a uh, process engineering certification. Right. And uh, I absolutely love process engineering. I, I right. kind of a kind of a nerd thing of mine. But, Nerds. Um, it uh, you know it, it's just it's another one of those things to put put on the uh, put on the old trophy shelf. You know, right? But I I love what I do now. But there's still that part of me that doesn't like being on somebody else's schedule. Right, you know, and especially as I, as I get older, and as I've had you know what I would call probably what most people would call major health issues. <laughs> I would say um, so. You know, I would I would really just like to be on my own schedule. Right, but I they are very 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 forgiving at my job uh, with everything I've had go on. But I also work my tail off to make sure that I get done what I need to See, be done. And that's how, and maybe that's like back to kind of circling back. Um, I've worked from home, obviously, you know, through jobs I've had in the past couple of years. I, was, I never felt like I was productive enough. But when I was working with Boeing and I had the family stuff and everything, I would work from home one day a week, and those would be my most productive days. But oh, it was yeah. also a lot more. There was so much more structure to my life than just being married and having the kids there every day. See, that's the problem. Like, 
like my life right now just lacks. I, I was left unsupervised. That's my favorite thing to say. Like, I, I don't have, I have, I have zero other than going to work every morning. I have zero structure to my life. I feel like other than the weekends, I have the kids. See, I, I've always been pretty self-disciplined to get stuff right. done. And I haven't always been like that. I mean, I, I've, I procrastinate with the best of them too, but right. I, I've always been somebody who, who could stay pretty self-motivated to get things done. And, and I am too, but sometimes I wonder, uh, part of it is the, the drive and the motivation for me personally just isn't there with working these job these last couple jobs I've worked. This one, yeah, I could see it. I can see like the company I feel appreciated. Um, I know the work I'm doing is making a difference at least for people in my zeitgeist from day to day. Right. But yeah, but past jobs, I haven't felt that. So full disclosure, my biggest motivation to get stuff done is that when you get stuff done, people tend to stay out of your business. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> they, they do. Like, when you handle your business, people are when, like, oh, no, they, he's got this. Like, I mean, I might have people come to me for more help on stuff. Right. But I don't mind that. I don't want to be harassed by people. See, you know and I've I mean? also worked hey, in places. Uh, can you give me a TPS report? Yeah, right up your See, ass. See, I've also worked in places, especially the last place I worked, where if you prove to be competent in something, instead of rewarding you for being competent, they rewarded you by throwing all of it at you. Oh, I I get that. And I, I don't. But here's the thing. I don't mind that. That part doesn't bother me. Do not make me justify my existence. Right. I will justify my own existence through the work I do, but right. do not. Thank you, sir. Do not make me fill out. I'll justify my existence by shitting in your trash can. Exactly. Then hard hard to deny that you exist when you do that. <laughs> That's right. But no, seriously, do you, do you have to fill out a bunch of like, all oh. right, well, this is what I did today type of shit? Oh, oh yeah. Oh, it's been prevalent in my last couple jobs. Absolutely. See, I don't have to do that on this job. Yeah. I, do, do I produce a ton of results? Yep. But that should go. I had to keep when we had the the one boss, and I think I've railed on it on the podcast here. The one that I called the fucking was being a fucking asshole. He wasn't a fucking asshole. Um, Adam, um, he started making us fill out daily, like what we did, a log of what we accomplished that day, and he wanted it every single day. And it wasn't him either; it was the the boss above him. Yeah, well, I mean, there are people that feel it. That's when you know you're being overmanaged. Right. That's the 100% the correct phrase for it, being overmanaged. Because if somebody has the time to look through all that stuff, they don't have enough to do. Exactly. And well, I the have, problem was the big boss had no idea what to do or what she should be doing because she came from HR. And she's running a manufacturing facility when you know nothing about manufacturing. So the job that I was at that we both know... Yeah. Where they play music the over doing? the air, um, and I was doing I was doing a few different wore a few different hats there. Right. Um, it was like that there. Like, where were you? What'd you do? How long were you there? And it's like you don't pay me to do that. Well, I, need to, I, I need to stop and record these commercials. Yeah, but they're, they're ads I sold. Well, how, how am I going to get paid for my time? Oh yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah. It'll even it'll, it'll call, come out in the wash. You know, you, instead of being on sales, you can spend four hours working on something I've done the sales for. Exactly. Yeah. Or haven't done the sales for it. I'm just writing on it. But, you know, they, they tried pulling that there, and I was like, 
you know, one one week at the end of the week, they're like, I, it got brought up to me by one of the uh, underlings there. Um, <laughs> underlings. That, hey, I, I, I need that for you. I got to send it over to the head honchos. And I'm like, no. Well, what, no. What, do you, what do you mean no? I'm like, I'm not taking the time to fill that out. If I have time to do that, I have time to be out selling, which is where I make my money. Or I have time to be doing tech stuff here, which is where I make my money. I do not make money filling out all this bullshit paperwork that nobody like. Mm, excuse me, I got the hiccups. Nobody likely ever looks at. So why am I doing See, it? I wish, and I think I have the basis for it, but I think it's just something inherent in my personality that doesn't allow it. I wish I was better at sales. Like, I'm good at building personal relationships and relating to people and obviously talking to people, but I suck at sales for some reason. I don't know why. I can tell you why. Why is that? Because you, it's the close, it's the rejection part. Right. It's the closing of the sale that you have a hard time with. It is. Because I've noticed that even with like getting paid on DJ gigs. Right. You, you, you inherently have a hard time going and saying, I need my money, bitch. Bitch better have my money. Yeah. And- you're not alone in that. I, I, right. I know a lot of people in that. So I have a different view on it. And that I I developed this view because I was the same exact way. Yeah. So my view on it is when I had my company and I had to do sales for my company, I thought I can't do, I can't give them the service. They need the service I'm providing them. I can't provide that if we're not getting paid. Right. So therefore I cannot do the job they need me to without that money so i have to ask them for it and i have to demand it up front otherwise i can't do for them what they need and it it, so i've been able to justify it that you're providing a needed service they've agreed to pay you for it therefore they 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 want to and they expect to and therefore you're just fulfilling that part of it by and see that's a great view that i never thought of too like in order for me to provide this service that you want and you deem necessary and you've contracted for I need to get paid so I can stay in business to provide the service to you and to even even move forward with getting some of the things that you might need to provide that service right like if I don't have the capital to purchase what you need because you haven't paid me then right yeah so I mean there there's there's that inherent you know I've never had had a problem asking for that part of the contract that part of the agreement right no more so than I would have a problem saying hey you you need this website built. You want a phone number on it. What's that phone number? It's all the same it's thing. The it's the same just, thing. It's just information. It's just, you know, or we're creating an ad for the radio station. Hey, you know, does this sound good to you? Okay, well, we need money. <laughs> you know, it, right. it's and all that's, part that's of that pretty, process. And I need to look at it like that. I, I really do. Because for me, I, I think it's my upbringing, too. And it's probably part of the farm, my bitch aunt. We don't talk about money. But yet, I never got paid there either, like a lot of times. Like, I'd have to sometimes beg. And I didn't get paid shit either. Like, they paid me $50 a week to work, or $50 every two weeks. I finally got it changed to $50 a week when I turned, like, 15. And you're talking about 100-hour work weeks. Well, so, for instance, when I was at the radio station. Yeah. And I, it's a high-pollen day, for those of you who don't know. Um... When I worked at the radio station, and I'd be asked, because I'd get there, like, I'd drop the kids off at quarter to eight, so I'd be at the radio station by, like, you know, ten to eight, and uh, 
Bob strolls his ass down the hallway about nine o'clock usually. I was usually out already selling by the time anybody else got there. I, right. I get there. Eddie was there, and then usually Laura would come in. She usually short. got in about a quarter, about eight thirty usually. Yeah. And uh, I usually tried to be on the road by nine. Yeah. But most nobody else got there until about ten. Which, by the way, Laura, I, I, I uh, sent her a, a snap. I'm like, we got some open microphones here looking for, we need to invite her on again. She said, she, she's like, I guess I need a personal invite. I'm like, yeah, you're welcome anytime. And then she said she love, loves us both. So we should have her. Well, I'll send an invite. We'll have her on again. Yeah. It's you been know, a long it, time. It wouldn't be very far for her to come to Cookie's house either. I know. I know. That'd be a lot of fun. We need to go to Cookie Jar Studios again. Yes, we do. But anyways, I, I, I would get asked when I would get there, hey, hey, come on. Yeah. Come on on the air for, for a bit. And I I mean I turned it I, I justified it in my head that I was it was helping me sell. Because they're like, Yeah, you've heard my name you've heard my voice on the air before. Right. And then I realized that nobody listens. <laughs> no, no joke. And I was like, Okay, I can't afford to do this anymore. I just need to get out selling because nobody's hearing me on the air. You know, and here's what I realized too. It's funny because I've been wrapped around the axle a little bit about this uh this podcast thing they've got going on on, on the radio station, and it's quite upsetting to me for reasons that I don't even Love. have to fucking explain. Love line, yeah, for re- yeah, love line for reasons I don't even have to fucking explain. But I've probably done more promoting bitching and belly aching about this thing than they get by being on the air on their fucking radio. Oh, for sure, you know, for sure. So, so I guess in essence, by me. I'm I'm being counterproductive to to how I feel. Yeah. Well, no. I mean, it's good to get it out there. You got to vent. You got to vent. Right. And it is pretty damn ridiculous. You know the whole the whole thing. Because I it, have nothing against the one the one guy. I love him. That we do sports together. That's on this thing. But everybody else, yeah. Yeah. I don't get it. No, I I I don't either. And it, and it's, you know. But it is what it is. I mean, I, I don't. But it just feels it's hurtful too. It's very hurtful for me. Um, you know, I'm, and just to clarify, it's not hurtful from the people that are doing it. Oh no, 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 no. Purely it, from it's hurtful from the from the person that has is pushing all told this. us that it's a waste of time. That it's a huge waste of time. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I, mean, I can come work with him when I quit my extracurricular activities. This being one of them. Um, yeah. Yet there's no concrete offers on the table. Right. There's no, you know, you can come and work with him, but you might not get paid. Right. And I also have to just quit this, which is something I love and have built. Right. Adam and I built this from nothing. We literally built this from an idea to sitting in a very empty fucking silver tavern in Deckerville and not on even a random open. day. Yeah. Not even open a closed bar. Just sitting down talking. Do you remember how excited we were when they were going to open back up? Oh, I know. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> what were we like 10 episodes in? And it's like, they're going to open back up. We're going to there's gonna be people. Oh my god! Oh my god! I, I we'd recruit people just to come in and shoot pool while we were fucking yeah. doing our podcast, just to have some background noise. We turn on the jukebox just to have some background. Turn on noise. the jukebox. Turn on the TVs. Right. Turn on the smoke eater just to get some step, step, organic step. reaction out of step. something. Yeah, just an organic reaction out of something. We've come a long ways, darling. But anyway, so anyway, but getting back to my point, which is something I don't do very well. Um, for me, it just it hurts more than anything. It just really hurts because I am fiercely loyal, and you know that. And I just wish that that loyalty went both ways for a lot of people that I thought it did, you know? Well, I mean, I, I've I've come not to expect that out of right 
And I, I, there's an off-air story I'll tell you about, about yeah. that. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there's there is very few people that I, I feel that that I feel would be loyal to me regardless. And I don't, I don't really carry that expectation out of anybody. Right. Um, but there is a small handful of people that I, I'm like, okay, yes, these would be loyal people. And I don't carry that expectation about people, but when it's just thrown in your face like that and it's noticeable is when, when it, it, it becomes very, yeah. very, uh, you know, it's very on the forefront of things. Boy, Verlander's sucking a dick. No, it's not Verlander's. Verlander's giving up one run, I guess. Anyway. That's kind of sucking a dick for Verlander. Yeah, really? Like, you'd think he'd be doing something great up there. It's the fourth inning, it looks he like. He is. Though. Kate Upton. Yeah, he's doing something great for sure. <laughs> 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 well done, sir. That's, that's, that's the whole punch. I mean, that's the punchline to the whole podcast. We better get out of here now, because it's not going to get any better than that are, on this episode. We are at about that time. <laughs> I know. I figured as much. It's been a very reflective episode. I don't think we made you laugh a whole lot, but maybe a little bit. I don't know. Yeah, people are laughing in our misery. Right? Misery loves company. Yeah. Oh, there was stuff they laughed at, I'm sure. We could talk about Three's Company next episode. Maybe they've got something good on TV while they're watching this. Maybe this is just the Come, audio background to come and knock on like our a door. Benny Hill episode. Ooh, Benny Hill. <laughs> I love comedy back in the day. You know, it's so great that comedy didn't require any thought. Oh, yeah. It was just slapstick. Just, yeah. Just uh, like the Three Stooges. Now, wise guy, eh? Just a single camera angle and a. Just somebody getting kicked in the fucking ass by something. And women's knickers. Yeah, <laughs> right? Women's knickers. Just <laughs> a random set of knickers. <laughs> just the reaction. Oh, boy. That's all we need. That's all we need. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh yeah, haven't played a lot of drops this episode. No, I don't know what I don't know what to think of this episode. I think it's a necessary one, but hopefully you enjoyed it. Maybe someone gained something out of it. I don't know. Ugh. the best is yet to come. Yeah, guaranteed it can't get worse. <laughs> there it is, the best part. There you go. The end. He's Adam Filkins. I'm Phil Nickel. Thank you to the Blue for having us as always here in the lovely four six nine. You've been listening to the PNA Podcast Express. Make good choices. 